Good afternoon, ladies and gentlemen. How are you guys doing today? My name is John Harvey, and I'm your host of the Modern Conservative Podcast here in Salt Lake City, Utah. Uh, enjoying a very cold and brisky afternoon, and uh, possibly going to get briskier tonight. Um, you know, I want to give a couple shout outs and mention a couple businesses and an event um, that's coming up here in uh, April. Um, I want to let everybody know that Restore the Public, which is an event put on by Jake Oaks, and uh, it is on April 9th, and it's at 12.30 p.m. at the Slopes Event Center in Draper. Jake put on puts on really, really, really good events. You know, and I don't know if you guys are familiar with, uh, her name is Amalia Apamundi. If I butchered her name up, I apologize, but uh, she's a young influencer um, for PragerU. Um, and you can look them up at uh, unitingutah.com, unitingutah.com, and uh, it's going to be a really great event. We're actually going to have a booth at this event. Um, Blex at Utah will be. So come by the booth, talk to us, sign up, become members, and let's chick chat about the crazy world we live in today and what we can change uh, together as an organization. Secondly, I want to give a shout out to In and Out Emissions in Salt Lake City. Um, they are friends of mine. They're conservatives, such as, well, I would say they're just like us. Um, a great business. They do not pay me to say this. Um, they just, this is where I take my vehicle for my audio emissions. And um, they're in Salt Lake City as well. Um, their address is 492 South Main in, uh, in Salt Lake City. Actually, you know what, guys? That is absolutely wrong. It is 500 West in Salt Lake City. Excuse me, excuse me, excuse me. But give them a call. If you want to set up an appointment and talk to those guys, look them up in Salt Lake City. And I promise you, the next time I uh, give them a shout out, it will not be as bad as I had done today. And actually, the address is 4195 South State Street, South 500 West, and that's in Murray. And their phone number is 801-266-8151. This is a free advertisement. I am not paid to say this whatsoever. Look them up. That is in and out emissions. Now, let's get to this crazy-ass world we're in today. As most of you know, we've got this thing called Russia and Ukraine going on. Um, this is actually a very complicated issue. You know, normally I don't talk much about foreign affairs because it doesn't really affect me as much because it's foreign to us. You know, I live in the United States. Ukraine is in, you know, borders Russia. Um, the problem with this whole situation is, you know, if you don't know the history, Ukraine used to belong to Russia. You know, and so... Putin is old KGB. Putin believes, his belief is that we should have never given or let Ukraine have its own independence. And that was formula Chesler's from his communist leaders of Russia back in the day. Actually, I think it's a little bit before the Cold War. I may be wrong. But um, Russia wants it, wants it back. You know, Russia is, I mean, Putin is really good at telling you, we're not going to invade, we're not going to invade, we're not going to invade. Well, he said that with Crimea. 
And guess what he did? He invaded. Now, yesterday, he didn't technically invade the, the normal way of, way of an invasion. He basically just wrote a letter signing himself and says, these two states are now ours. And then walked in across the border. The problem is this. If the capital of Ukraine sided, you know, we're not going to let that happen. You're not just going to march up here and take our land. We're going to fight back. Well, then that becomes a different type of war. It becomes a greater, it becomes a greater war than most of us will expect. You know, we've got the United Nations. They really don't know what the hell they're going to do. NATO don't know what the hell they're going to do. They're basically waiting for the United States to do something. They're waiting to see what, what we're going to do. Well, but our leader, so-called leader, has said that, you know, we'll put 8,500 troops in the surrounding areas, but we won't put boots on the ground in Ukraine. Then what good are you? I'm not a big fan of wars. I'm not a big fan of fighting wars that really have nothing to do with us, but it will have something to do with us economically. Economically, for its fuel, we'll feel the punch. You know, Russia is the number third largest producer of oil in the world. And if they stop exporting oil, the prices will go up higher than they are now. Let's use Joe Biden's words, supply and demand. So, but not only that, there's another dynamic to this war that most people and a lot of people who don't follow what's going on don't understand. China and Russia are friends. They are friends. They are so they are also the world's largest communist power in the world. Now, Taiwan used to belong to China. To make a long story short, China wants it back. So in case people didn't know this, we are basically the large, larger military for Ukraine as well as Taiwan. Now, do we want to get in two wars simultaneously? No, especially with those two. No, we don't. No, we don't. And that's a very, very, very possible um, situation that could come about. You know, I was watching some military leaders talking about this, former and active military leaders um, were from other countries was talking in a, a roundtable that this could be World War III. It could be World War III just if Russia attacks Ukraine in itself. And then they decided, United States, you get in this, we will distract you and attack your homeland. China said, you know what, Russia, we're friends of yours. We want Taiwan as well. While you have them occupied in Europe, we'll come down in the South Pacific and take Taiwan. Well, there's no way in hell we can win both wars. You know, China's military contrary to what you've heard, is much larger than ours. You know, and what people don't understand about the size of Russia, Russia is 73% larger than the United States. 
73% larger, almost twice the size as, as United States in line mass. And, and China is roughly about the same. We are about the same size. But the thing is, China has spent so much money on their military. And they're not building a military just so that people have something to polish. When a country builds up its military, it's used for one aggression and as a deterrent. We're trying to figure out now with Russia, with China, which is which. I'm hoping it's a deterrent. But they do have the power to do a lot of damage to the United States by themselves. Now, I know we have a leader in this country that's a really, really, really strong leader. He is one of the best leaders I've ever seen in my life. Oh, sorry. You thought I was talking about Joe Biden. No, it was Donald Trump. My bad. My bad. That's our leader. That's our leader. That's the man that people do fear. Whether you like him or not, people fear Donald Trump. You know, when Donald Trump ran for office, you know, everybody was saying he's going to get us in a war. He was going to get us in a war. Well, he's the only president in the past 25, 30 years that kept us out of a war. No war. No war. But now we've got a president who's a dumbass who is about to lead us into a war because he really doesn't know what to do. Not only him, his cabinet, his secretary of state. These people don't know what the hell they're doing. And how do I know? I don't, you're right. I'm not, a, I'm not at the uh, Pentagon. I'm not sitting up, in, up at the Capitol. I'm not up, up at the White House. But when the rest of the world and the other leaders will tell you what they're asking, what the hell is the United States doing? Why are we doing absolutely nothing? You send 8,500 versus 195,000 soldiers. Who's going to win that war? It won't be us. It would be a slaughter. So whoever's pulling Joe Biden's strings, from where I sit, it doesn't seem to be the best advice that money can buy us. Because I know I vote, well, <laughs> I votes that disappeared weren't used wisely on the right person. Um, another thing I want to talk about, you know, I want people to, you know, I'm not really a prepper, but I think it's time people start using a little bit of common sense in this country. Any day now, anything can happen in this country. You don't know what's going to pop off and your family becomes stranded. You become without food, water, heat. I'm a big fan on being prepared. Now, I am not a prepper, you know. I don't have a doomsday gun or I don't have, you know, this and that, um, a big old bunker under my house. But I do have a plan. I do have resources. I do have places I can go to and get out of the city because, you know, one thing about war, 
they don't waste their bombs on the desert. They do not waste their bombs on the desert. And, you know, we live in Utah, in our state, we have a base that is a strategically placed base. And that's the name of the game, hitting all the strategic bases in the country. Because you can't get the Kansas and Oklahoma and those states where the missile, the nuclear silos are unless you get past the West Coast and the uh, South Coast and the uh, East Coast. So you got to cross those uh, beaches to make an impact on war and hit the critical blood vessels in the country. Um, well, I just want to talk about that a little bit, and I want to move on to a different topic because uh, we're talking about war side, and we're all sitting on bricks and pins and nails thinking what's going to really happen and when it's going to happen, when they're going to pull the trigger, how ugly will this become? Because I can promise you this, if it actually happened, it's going to be ugly. It's going to be ugly. You know, I don't want to fear, put fear in you, but I want you to think about this. You're laying in your bed at two o'clock in the morning and all of a sudden you hear boom, 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 bang. At that point in time, it's too late to get ready. It's too late to get ready. Ready was the first sign of trouble. So keep that in mind on today's current events. And then um, we pray to God and hope nothing ever comes about other than what we've seen already. I just think um, it never hurts to be prepared. Um, I want to talk about something that happened this week, last week, actually. Last weekend, we had an event with Darlene McDonald. She's the Democrat candidate running for Burgess Owens seat in Salt Lake City. I think it's District 4. We go to an event this weekend, supposed to be about CRT. We get there, and we find out the things that we had agreed on prior to the event happening had been changed. And we were only notified once we were at the event. So we tried to get some things changed, some things implemented, try to hold, you know, you know, hold our feet to the fire. Well, they didn't turn out so well. They're Democrats. We go into this theater, and this was down at the Bruvies here in Salt Lake City, Utah. We go into the theater, and uh, we proceed to sit down. They tell us they're going to play the movie. The movie is 50 minutes long, which was supposed to be only 20 minutes long, according to um, the hires, the hires to be that were setting up this event. Now, this was supposed to been initially it was supposed to be a debate. Then it turned out to be a conversation. So we watched this movie and this documentary, and it was Buckley and Baldwin. Um, I don't know if you're familiar with this, but Buckley was a, uh, a at this time, he was a lawyer who was talking about, um, basically about segregation and what was going on in the 50s and 60s. This actually took place back in the 50s and 60s. Um, 
and Baldwin was on the opposite side. He was a Democrat and uh, Buckley was the conservative. Now, we're watching this, this documentary. The documentary is good. Now, I even I, as a, as a conservative, disagree with some of Baldwin, uh, Buckley, excuse me, and Baldwin, as a matter of fact. I disagree with them both on some level. And I agree with both on some level. So there was something gained from this from this uh, documentary, but it was way too long because it took away from the debate or the conversation. So when the documentary is, was over, Ms. McDonald stood up and said, this meeting or this conversation is about critical race theory. We want to talk about the um, the misinformation or disinformation that uh, been put out there by the conservatives, a.k.a. Republicans in this country. And she says, we want to have this conversation because we never got a chance to talk about CRT and ask questions about CRT. Well, let me tell you something, people. This was a joke. The entire night, we did not talk about CRT, nor did we ask questions. Now, as a matter of fact, there were some things said at the documentary that went viral, went way viral. And when you get a chance, um, go to my Facebook page, Modern Conservative Podcast, the, at, G, at Modern Conservative Podcast um, on Facebook and look up this event. And you'll hear some things that will make you go, what the hell? I mean, it was unbelievable. And here's the thing. We knew it was a setup. We knew the Republicans were trying to get, I mean, the the, uh, Democrats were trying to get sound bites off the Republicans and the conservatives and publish it as if we were idiots. Well, I can tell you this. It was not the conservatives that turn out to be the idiot. It's their own words. As a matter of fact, if you look up uh, libs for TikTok or libs of TikTok, they were the one posting this clip and making it go viral. This event happened Friday night. By Sunday morning, Sunday afternoon, over 85,000 people had viewed this video. With many, 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 many comments. Now, Miss McDonald had written in Twitter that, and what she said that it's it was Blexit Utah spreading hate, but in actuality, it wasn't Blexit Utah that spread it at all. There was about six cam, maybe five cameras there. The woman was on camera. She knew everything she was saying was going to be recorded, but she didn't have the common sense to realize cameras actually do record. And said some things that were controversial. I mean, really controversial. But it was controversial towards black people. 
Uh, several people walked out of the theater when she made that comment, even some of her own people. Because at some point in time with the Democrats, you have to say, enough's enough. They can't keep getting away for doing some of these stupid things and we just sweep them on the rugs because they're Democrats or they may be black Democrats. So we're a little bit more sensitive to the issue and we forgive them a little bit more. Those days need to be over. You know, if we can't run a country based on the content of our character, we're in bad shape, people. We're in bad shape. Because at the end of the day, isn't that what it's all about? It's about the content of your character. Look, not everybody has a great character. Red, white, yellow, brown, whatever color you may be. Not everybody have, will have a great character. But I dare say there are many, many, many more of us that do. And, and as long as they keep pushing the narrative that Racism is something that we need to keep fighting against every single day. That's your character being attacked. You know, somebody said to me the other day in a, in a uh, text message said that blacks in Utah are afraid of me. I don't know why. I don't know why. All I do is shine the light on the problem that's been kept in the closets for so many years. That's all I do. If it hurts someone's feelings, well, that's their problem. But the only way we're going to put this crap in the past and quit calling white people racist just because of the color of their skin and black people victims just because of our skins. It's the conversation that needs to be had, dealt with, move on, and grow our families and grow our country. And every day we all thank God for the days that we are above ground. I just get tired of hearing, look, I, even I get tired of fighting this fight because, it's, you know, it's like it's never going to end. Every time I turn around, especially right now in election year, I mean, everybody's touting. I mean, the Dems are touting racism, racism, racism. You know, if they if they could, they would bring George Floyd back and kill him again. So they can tear up the country. So they can keep that power. I ask you people. Put your feelings in your pocket when it comes to racism. If you know somebody that's being a racist, call them out. Because when you hear a, race, a person that's really racist, you will know it. There will be no assumption in it. But what we have in this country right now is all assumptions based on somebody else's rhetoric. The Republicans don't teach racism. Do we have racists in our party or conservatives? Most likely. Will that always be the case? Most likely. Do we have racists in our society? Absolutely. 
Absolutely. But is it a common occurrence that's publicly known? Because usually when something is really, really bad, you hear about it all the time, like COVID. You hear about COVID all the time, every single day. You know, I get sick and tired when they tell me black people can't vote. We can't get driver's license. We can't get down to the voting precincts to vote. We are, if you listen to the Democrats, even the black or the white Democrats, we are the most helpless freaking people on the planet. We are the absolute most helpless people. And black people, get tired of this crap. It's as, it's, as, it's as if we can only dominate football, basketball, and the prison system. At what point do you get tired of hearing this crap? You, you often hear people, you know, the white liberal female will say blacks can't get good paying jobs. We all know that's a lie. Blacks can't run major corporations because they're black. Well, I can name a few corporations where the CEOs of those companies are black. One of them is Lowe's. The CEO of the franchise, the corporation Lowe's, is black. Let's talk about Dr. Dre, Beats, billionaire. Let's talk about Michael Jordan. Three point something billion dollars. Let's talk about Oprah Winfrey. Let's talk about Jay Z. Let's talk about Tiger Woods. And if you go look at the top 100 billionaires in this country, I think there's 20 of them that are of African descent, not necessarily Americans, but of African descent. You got to stop believing and drinking the Democrat Kool Aid when they tell you we are helpless. We are helpless. That is absolutely far from the truth. The only time we're not helpless is when it benefits those who believe our talents are needed to make money. But to a politician, we are helpless. We need the federal government to take care of us. And that's what the federal government believes. At least this particular administration. They truly believe that you should be more dependent on the government more so than you've been dependent on yourself. Because you got to realize something. When you're dependent on, your, on the government, you don't learn how to survive. You don't learn how, what's free will and free agency and free thinking. Only when you get tired of being in the government system Will you get tired of it? You've got to stop. You know, when people say they're afraid of me because of what I say, it's no, it's the truth. The people who want to keep you encapsulated on the government or within the government, those are the people you should be afraid of. I'm making their job harder. 
I didn't set my pre people free, but I'm trying to set your minds free. So you can figure this out on your own. You do not have to be a Democrat. It's not about being a Democrat. Go with the people who want to see your star shine just as bright as anyone else. This is what this is all about. This is truly the American dream. And what they're doing when you are a Democrat, they are killing your American dream. Killing your American dream. I don't know any other way to say it than the way I've just stated it today. But we've got to do better than this. We've got to do better than this. Some of your, some of your best, some of your best, how to go, I can't even explain it. Anyway, white people can help you rise just as quick as they can help you fall. You just need to hang around those or be around those that will help you rise to the occasion in your life where you want to be. You know, this is a short podcast today. I got some other fisher business I need to take care of, but um, I'll be back on Thursday with Carson Jorgensen. He's the Utah GOP chair. And uh, it's going to be a great conversation. It will be a full hour. Um, I just want you guys to take care. We'll see you in a couple days. My name is John Harvey. I'm your host of the Modern Conservative Podcast.